At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? We're back, at least back at the desk here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. It is The Edge here on VSIN. We've got a good show on tap today. Coming up in 15 minutes, the moment you've all been waiting for, the unveiling of the first of 40 teams that we have ranked. The Edge Top 40 in college football begins today, Matt Humans, And we're going to start in the West Coast. Yeah, it's going to be a big event. And uh, we have four voters on the panel for the Edge College Football 40 preseason Top 40. What's that? 40 voters, not four. It's a very scientific poll. 40, 40 people voted. Yeah. Well, it was uh, JVT, me, Adam Burke, and Paul Stone. That's right. And that's how we uh, came up with the VSIN college football preseason top 40. Anyway, let's uh, kick it off with the British Open yesterday. You're and, a happy uh, guy, huh? Yeah, Cameron Smith uh, came through. Uh, I'm going to be honest, it would have been a better result for me if Cameron Young had won the tournament yep. at 120 to 1. Even a smaller bet was a slightly better result for me, but Cameron Smith. Uh, came through at 20 under, ties the lowest score under par in the history of major tournaments. And this St. Andrews course is playing way too easily for these guys with uh, no wind, no rain, no weather <coughs> as defense out there in the course. And uh, Rory McIlroy was driving almost every green. He stood on the 10th tee yesterday with a three-stroke lead. Yep. He did not bogey a hole in the back nine, and he lost by two. <laughs> That's how hot Cameron Smith got with the putter on the back nine yesterday, and Cameron Young actually eagled the final hole to finish second at 19 under with Rory at 18 under. Your guy, Tommy Fleetwood, yep. made a late charge. Don't think I fourth. didn't notice. <laughs> 
and uh, Jordan Spieth, who was another one of my picks to win, tied for eighth at 12 under. But Cameron Smith, I had a 28 to 1 odds. Wes Reynolds of VSIN also on Cameron Smith. I think Indy Jeff Seeley was on him. A lot of people on Cameron Smith. Now, he was a popular play for us in the Masters, too, and he didn't get there. Mm-hmm. And he faded on uh, the back nine on Sunday. But yesterday, he was great as a closer. And uh, we get paid off on uh, Cameron Smith in a major, finally. So, yeah, it was a good tournament. Uh, obviously, you know, you have some bets that you regret. Like, uh, I played Tiger to make the cut. I was a loser. I had a couple top 20 bets on Seamus Power and Kurt Kitayama, which lost. And uh, Jordan Spieth over Will Zalatoris. Spieth minus 115 as a matchup was a winner. So overall, a really good uh, British Open for me, but I needed that Cameron Smith ticket to come through in cash. Obviously, the last bet I made, JVT, was Cameron Young, and that was at the Circus Sports the night before the tournament. I said at 120 to 1, I got to take a shot on this guy because I've been betting him for four months. If he wins this tournament and I don't bet him, mm. it's going to bother me for years. Yeah. And uh, he nearly won the tournament yesterday at 120 to 1. But Cameron Smith, the difference, if you look at statistics, and uh, I'll say this for golf betting in general, you can break down all the stats you want, but putting's the most important thing. Yeah. In the final round, strokes game putting. Cameron Smith, plus 3.1. Rory McIlroy, minus 2.1. Really? Oh, that makes a big difference. That's yeah. the difference. You know, Rory was driving almost every green, but if you're not knocking down the putts, you're not going to win. Now, every area of your game's got to be solid, but putting is going to be the most important thing. It's going to be the difference maker more often than not, and that's why Cameron Young won this tournament. Yep. Well, uh, and Cameron, you mentioned the um, – the run that he went on on the back nine, 10 through 14, birdied every single yeah. one of them. Uh, was absolutely on fire. Uh, and actually, and this is what I noticed for both of these guys, both Cameron Smith and Roy McIlroy, uh, and as you know this very well, but two guys playing extremely good golf throughout this entire year. Oh, man, and, Rory top 10 in every major. That, well, that's, I, I was, that's what was kind of like, like spinning off this going forward is Rory seems to be a guy that is right there. Like, we've been waiting for him to win the next major, and it hasn't really happened. But this year, out of all the years, it seems that he has been so freaking close. Uh, and his golf seems to be pretty good because all the tournaments in between, he's actually playing really well, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but misses an opportunity at the Open. So you would think uh, that maybe, just maybe, next time around, uh, he's going to have a really good <laughs> shot at doing this. But we got to wait a while now again for Rory. Yeah, I think, uh, to be honest, he's probably heartbroken right he now. He looked pissed at the end of that. Yeah. Like, it was one of those where I think it was Victor Hovland came up to him and telling him good job. And, and like, he said, yeah, thanks, man. Immediately when Hovland <laughs> turned around, he was like, mother. Because like, <laughs> he was. He's playing extremely well. And like you said, to be almost blemish-free. And still lose by the way that you did is ridiculous. He did not bogey a hole in the back nine and yep. still lost the tournament with a three-stroke lead. And, you know, if you go 18 under in a British Open, you expect to win. It was the 150th Open at St. Andrews. That meant a lot to him to win that tournament. And for Cameron Smith to come from behind and win, it had to be heartbreaking for Rory. But it's eight years now since he's won a major. 2014 was the last time. He's going to knock the door down again soon. But it's got to be uh, crushing for him not to finish it off in the British yesterday. Anyway, overall, I thought it was a great tournament. Disappointed that the weather didn't play more of a factor because, you know, we talk about these British coastal courses, and if you don't have wind, if you don't have rain, a lot of times these courses play a little too uh, easy for these guys. And uh, I kind of felt like St. Andrews was dried out. The ball was rolling 100 yards on some of the drives. Uh, A little bit disappointing in that respect. I thought the the course kind of laid down for the players, but uh, anyway, it's been a great year. We had four different winners and yep. four majors. Scotty Scheffler in the Masters. We had uh, Justin Thomas in the PGA 
Matt Fitzpatrick in the U.S. Open and Cameron Smith in the British. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm glad you mentioned the uh, the way that St. Andrews looked because I was watching that. I'm like, man, I'm like, I know I get the prestige, but at the same time, like, looks a little dead out there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to trash the course right? because of the the history and the tradition of St. Andrews, but you know what? When the more you watch it, you're like, yeah, don't really like this course. Oh, the, the big uh, what is it? Is it the double green and yeah. uh, what's the big building when you're approaching eighteen? Uh, the that road looks home. nice. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That yeah. looks nice at least. It's kind, of, kind of an awkward course. It's not, it's outdated. It was too <laughs> it was too easy for these guys. If you don't have weather as a defense, the course just laid down, and um, that w- that was a little bit disappointing. Last note on this: Did you see the pictures on Twitter and uh, the internet's of Cam Smith, uh, just like you and me? Checking in the trophy and security, trying uh-huh. to get on the plane, trying to get it up on top, and uh, the bag check, everything like that. It was, <laughs> it's hilarious. Maybe he'll shave the mustache now. Now that he's actually achieved this, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe it's good luck. The mullet right. and the mustache. Man, he's gonna stick wow. with that, huh? It's pretty. Uh, speaking of, is that? Uh, we're watching because we have the All Star festivities. Is that Nestor Cortez right there at the desk? Look at that. Speaking, stash, speaking huh? of bad mustache, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we are back, of course, at the desk after what to seven, eight shows yep. out at the NBA Summer League. Uh, everything all settled. New York Knicks yesterday uh, fall in the title game to the Portland Trailblazers. A revenge spot for the Knickerbockers, but ultimately, uh, no revenge is uh, executed. Portland actually, depending on where you look, a pretty good favorite or excuse me, underdog to win the entire thing in the range mm-hmm. of about 30, 40 to one, depending on where you shop. And you look at this is the the, um, the intrigue of the summer league. You had a twenty-six to one, twenty-five to one mid-range shot in the New York Knicks playing the Portland Trailblazers, who were about forty to one to win that title. After they lost Shaden Sharp too uh, in the first game, just exactly as we expected, winning comfortably over the New York Knicks yesterday. You know, you and I have talked about this before. We talked about it last week. Shaden Sharp, the Blazers' top ten pick, mm-hmm. goes down the first five minutes of the summer league. I don't think at that point many people would have bet a dollar on their chances to win the summer league championship. Would you? No. No. Not at all. Uh, they lost that game and did not lose again, right? Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they won the rest of their games. It's a very good point. Yeah, I, I think the Knicks were the team that uh, looked like they were going to win the thing. And yesterday, what was it, 85 to 77 mm-hmm. uh, that the, uh, the Blazers get to win. So that just shows you, too, uh, how difficult it is to handicap, I oh. think, summer league basketball. And I know some really sharp betters who were getting the best of the number and in these games, and they were losing smacked every around, time. Yep. Yeah, they were getting beat up. So I don't think it was a great summer league from a betting perspective no, uh, for a lot of people. And that's why, too, I mean, one, first, so first off, out here in Las Vegas, uh, from a betting perspective, you do not get the courtesy of getting overnight lines, right? A lot of, most of these shops are just sitting and waiting for the market to mature, and the lines to move, and then they'll hang up the lines uh, almost midday, right? By the time yeah. you get to uh, those lines. So you didn't really get a good crack at it. That's why I went the route of like bet a couple futures, evaluate the rosters, bet the few teams that you think are going to be pretty good, and then sit back and watch it come in. And at least we got a, a team into the title game. Now, there is some things that come out of the NBA Summer League. Uh, I mentioned to you the Summer League MVP, Keegan Murray, who uh, wins that award for the Sacramento Kings. He is also been a beneficiary of his odds shifting around here. Uh, DraftKings, for example, I think going into the Summer League, Matt, had him in the range of 10 to 12 to 1 to win Rookie of the Year next year. He is now plus 750 to win the award. Benedict III, who we've talked about before, now 10 to 1. He was in the range of about 12 to 1 or so. And uh, pretty much every single one of the top performers from the NBA Summer League that you saw, uh, their odds have been shrunk down here a little bit. Paolo Bencaro, plus 350 in a tie with Shed Holmgren. Jaden Ivey at 5 to 1. Jabari Smith Jr. falling a little bit at plus 650. And then I mentioned Murray and III, who are following up right there. So that's the other part that comes out of this. You get the odds shifting here for Rookie of the Year for good performers. Mm-hmm. Not surprising to see, I think, out of all these guys, Keegan Murray move his way up the board after what we saw. 
Yeah, I, I think it was Kevin Pelton of ESPN had a column this morning where he, you know, he named Keegan Murray the most outstanding rookie mm-hmm. at the Summer League, and most people who watched it would agree with that. And also, he's on a bad Kings team. He's going to have a chance to put up some numbers, right? Oh, yeah. You think he's going to have plenty of opportunities. I like Benedict Matherin of the Pacers. I still think he's going to have a big rookie year. Uh, Paulo Bancaro, a very impressive as well. I, I think he's a deserved favorite on this board at plus 350. Yes. After what he did and everything like that, and looks the most NBA ready, I would agree with that. I will say, um, and I mentioned this when we were on the air out there, the most intriguing single-made shot that I've ever seen in my life. Shaden Sharp was really nice on the <laughs> single-made baseline jumper that he had. Boy, you love that baseline jumper. It looks, it was smooth, man. It was really smooth. And <laughs> I, it, But I will say, it's it is somewhat worrisome that in the summer league setting, you already suffer a tall, was it like a small labrum tear or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and you get knocked out pretty quick. Um, he's got a lot of intrigue with his, his athleticism and whatnot, and that 17 to 1, uh, which is the numbers over at BetMGM, you might, be, you might get me to bite, but still, uh, somewhat troublesome that he was a little dinged well, up. Well, you there. come out of the summer league, and he's still a mystery, man, because yep. he was the number one recruit by a lot of rankings out of high school, didn't play while he was at Kentucky, so nobody, well, not honestly, nobody, most people. Haven't even had a look at this guy. A little bit of a look at Shaden Sharp. We wanted to see him play. We saw him play for five minutes. Yep. So, and I didn't even get to see him, by the way. I was in the bowels of the Thomas and Mack Center, and I'm walking, and Shaden Sharp walks by me into the locker room. I'm like, is he already done? Really? And then he sure enough, like, yeah. hey, JVT, what's up? He said, what's up, man? I know you like that jumper. And I was like, I'm watching it on Twitter <laughs> right now, man. Uh, all right, we'll come back. I just wanted to mention that Shaden Sharp walked by me. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we get into college football. We start the uh, our previews our way. The Edge Top 40. We unveil the 40th team in our rankings. Also, some honorable mentions. And in 15 minutes, a little bit more than that, Brian Edwards, college sports handicapper, is going to join us, get his thoughts on our 40th ranked team, and a little bit more as we get ready for football season. It's The Edge here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, the VSIN Summer Special is still here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You get VSIN's daily best bets, Adam Burke's. MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, and more. If you want the full VSIN experience, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream. The cost $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. And uh, let's be honest, it doesn't sound like a great deal, maybe $19 for about 10 or 11 days to the end of July. But what you get there is the VSIN College Football Betting Guide which is worth $19 on its own. Oh, that's right. And um, everything else for the next 10 days. But the VSIN College Football Betting Guide is going to be out, I think, on, let's say, July 28th. That's our target date. But today, we debut the Edge College Football Preseason Top 40. Yep, we did this. I think we didn't do it last year. We did uh, it. I, I checked the records we yeah. did in 2019, actually. 2000. Wow, has it really been that well, long? Well, because of pandemic 2020, mm. we couldn't do it. Now blame COVID. Uh, everybody yeah. loved it, and now we can blame COVID for it, of course. So we bring it back. Preseason Top 40. Uh, now, we begin, of course, with 40. What's the fun in starting with number one? Uh, and <laughs> the teams that have also received votes. So please unveil. The 40th-ranked team and the teams also receiving votes in the Ed's College preseason top 40. Fresno State comes in as the 40th-ranked team in our preseason top 40. A couple of teams that also receive votes, Florida State, Nebraska, UCF, <laughs> and Air Force. Uh, all respectable programs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I included Nebraska in my poll, but I think I included the other three. Regardless, Fresno State edges them out and gets the 40th spot. Man. Yeah, once again, the voters on this panel, JVT, me, Adam Burke, and Paul Stone. And if I, I totaled the votes, JVT, and if there was a tie, the team that Paul Stone had ranked higher was the tiebreaker. Okay. And nice. I, I did yeah. that because Paul Stone works on his power ratings 12 months of the year, unlike the rest of us who, who might do it for six months. Right. right. Or less. <laughs> I was going to say or less, yes. <laughs> so I gave Paul Stone the benefit of the doubt in a tie. His team ranked higher. Uh, so also receiving votes, Florida State just barely missed my top 40. And I think it's going to be a really intriguing season opener. Florida State LSU at the Superdome in New Orleans. It's going to be like a home game for LSU uh, in the Tigers' backyard. I'm not sold on this Florida State team. I power ranked uh, the Seminoles number 42. I'm part of the reason Florida State's not in the top 40, and Fresno is because I've got Fresno ranked number 35. Uh, So I, I like this Fresno team quite a bit. Nebraska, I did have barely in the top 40. UCF and Air Force barely outside. Now, you're, you're working on the Mountain West Conference yep. for the VSIN College Football Betting Guide. Air Force is a team, I think, 
has got a chance to win that league. And in fact, right now, I've got Air Force ranked the number two team in the Mountain West behind Fresno, my number one team in the conference. Uh, I would agree with that. And what I think is pretty interesting, and again, you get like name recognition. We were talking about this off the air. Mm -hmm. I think there's a strong argument to be made that when you look at the odds to win the Mountain West, um, that they're incorrect, that a team like Fresno State should be the favorite to win this thing. Air Mm -hmm. Force, you could argue, is second and better, I think, in terms of what they have coming back than Boise State coming into this year. So I would agree with that. And Air Force, too, was right outside of my top 40 uh, as well. And I had Fresno State right at 40. Uh, but I would agree with that sentiment that Fresno State, I think the better team than Air Force, which is why they belong in the top 40, but Air Force right behind them uh, within this top 40, top 42, top 43. But I love this Fresno State team, man. We talked about this when we were coming back. And when I was doing my research for this, it's funny, I wasn't going to include them. And then you read more and more about them, and you realize, like, they have a lot coming back. It starts with Jay Kaner coming back at quarterback. He has pretty much all of his weapons back from last year. Thinks, what, seven of the top eight, yep. um, including a um, – I think it's his leading receiver or second leading receiver, a running back that ran for nearly 1,000 yards. It was over 700. Uh, and Mims, like, there's a lot to look at with this Fresno State team just from their offense and realize that with Hayden or pulling the trigger, like, they're going to be a ridiculously good offense in the Mountain West. Yeah, let's take a look at Fresno State. We've got a capsule – uh, preview of this team. Jeff Tedford's back mm-hmm. uh, from a brief retirement. This is his second run as Bulldogs coach. He led Fresno to 10 and 4 and 12 and 2 records in 2017 and 2018. Now I think he inherits a team with enough talent to really post another double digit win season. Eight starters back on offense, seven on defense. The most important, the quarterback, Jake Hayner, uh, senior, is back. And uh, Hayner led Fresno to a couple big wins last season, including yep. road, uh, road wins over UCLA and San Diego State. And I think he's the best quarterback in the conference. And a big reason why I think this is the best team in the conference, plus 15 starters back for a coach in Tedford, who you have to like a lot. And, and I would also point out in terms of what they did last year, don't forget either, as a 20-point underdog, uh, pushed Oregon, I think, to, yeah. the, to the brink in Probably that game. Probably should have beat the Ducks. They should have beat them. I think they led throughout a majority yeah. of that game, if I remember correctly, catching 20 going on the road. And that was what was so impressive about what uh, Hayner and the Bulldogs did last year. That was like a three-game stretch, right? They went to Oregon, came back home, and I can't remember who they played, but then they went back out to the Rose Bowl and actually won that game. Mm-hmm. It was such a tough stretch for them. They responded extremely well. And Hayner himself, 33 touchdowns last year, nine interceptions, 67% completion. As I mentioned, you get Jalen Crowder, back Josh Kelly his top two targets over 1600 yards between the two of them and 14 touchdowns and they're battle tested like this is going to be something that I think when you look at the end of the season it's going to be really disappointing if at the very least they don't make the Mountain West title game uh yeah I agree agree with that Hayner passed for 4096 yards with 33 touchdowns yep because top two wide receivers back you said it the running back Jordan Mims is back as well uh I think the Bulldogs are going to be favored in 10 games this season, they're going to be underdogs on the road in two games, and that's against USC on September 17th at Boise on October 8th. But the back end of the schedule is soft, and I think sets up for a potential winning streak in the second half of the season, a long winning streak for Fresno State. I like this team over its win total of 8.5. Let's look at that. It's 8.5 shaded over minus 125. That's at DraftKings. The conference win total is 6.5. Again, the Bulldogs are going to be favored in every conference game except at Boise State in early October. I've got a lot of confidence in the Tedford-Hayner combination. Mm-hmm. I think this team could go 10-2, and 
Now, nine and three is more realistic, and that's what Fresno did last season. Nine and three in the regular season. Yep. And I think, too, when you look at it, something that stuck out to me, so you get your regular season win total, because I would agree with that, only a minus 125 price tag on a team that I think is going to push for 10 wins uh, this year. So I think that's a fair price delay. But I, I think there's a really strong argument to be made, Matt, that like six and a half in conference at a plus 165, betting that thing over. Mm-hmm. I mean, even think about some of their tougher conference matchups, like San Diego State, for example. We still don't really know offensively what San Diego State's going to be. And Fresno but, beat San Diego State on the road uh, last season. Right, yeah. and, and they're, they're – they're missing some pieces defensively, the Aztecs are. You're breaking in uh, the transfer quarterback from, I believe it's Virginia Tech, name escapes me, uh, for San Diego State Burmeister. as well. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Burmeister. Um, there's some unknowns if, like, this team, the, right, San Diego State's talking the talk about wanting to be more explosive and modern with their offense. But right. We know what happens every year with that team. <laughs> yeah, good luck. So, like, my case here is that, I mean, we talk about these coin flip spots in these games. Sure, that Boise State matchup on the road is going to be tough, but I would not be surprised to see this team at 7-1. I'm surprised the under is so heavily shaded at minus 205. It should be favored, but over $2, I think, is somewhat surprising. Right. And Jay Kaner is a tough kid, but when, when you're talking about over uh, win totals, when you, better, you, you always have to be a little bit concerned with the quarterback injury. Yeah. Because that's one thing that could, could turn into a big problem when you're betting over win totals. If Jake Hayner goes down, Fresno is going to be in a little bit of a predicament at quarterback. But I still think it's a, a solid enough team all around that 10 wins would not surprise me uh, seeing Fresno get there. You would have to, you know, if you play that win-loss game and you pencil, right. pencil in wins and losses on the schedule, you're going to pencil in a loss at USC on September 17th, and you're probably going to pencil in a loss because they're, uh, the Bulldogs are at Boise on October 8th. Every other game, uh, Fresno is going to be a solid favorite and should win. And we always talk about offense. We should point out, too, and you mentioned the defense having, what, seven guys back defensively as well. That includes you have a second uh, all-conference guy along the defensive line. They bring in, speaking of USC, a transfer from USC and linebacker, and their two, their second and third guys from last year are back in that course. That linebacker core can be pretty good. They have arguably one of the best DBs in the conference in Evan Williams. They bring in a, a, a solid, I would say, Hawaii transfer as well to play corner. Like, from the back end of this defense, mm-hmm. they can be pretty good, too. Yeah. And so, like, all of these things put together, like, this is going to be a pretty good team so we always get wrapped up in offense but definitely wanted to point out that and also going back to the battle tested thing under Tedford they went to two Mountain West title games they won one of them he knows how to win with this team there's a lot to like about Boise State from top or excuse me Fresno State from top to bottom yeah, that's what I said Fred's Tedford in 2017 and 18 10 and 4 and 12 and 2 at Fresno and he's back uh this season let's take a look at that top 40 graphic one more time because the uh team's uh, also receiving votes, Florida State came in at number 41. I had them 39. Okay. Yeah. I had Florida State at number 42, so it's right there. Nebraska, I did have in the top 40. That's a really intriguing team in the Big Ten uh, because you've got a quarterback transfer, Casey Thompson from Texas, Texas yep. who uh, should be a difference maker for the Cornhuskers. Uh, Nebraska came in at 42. UCF at 43. I think uh, Paul Stone and Adam Burke were higher on UCF than you and I were. Yes. Air Force. Uh, comes in at number 44, Air Force out of the Mountain West. The conference overall, I think, is going to be down a little bit this year. Which one, the Mountain West? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's going to be extremely top-heavy. I mean, that's why we talk about Fresno State's schedule and the way it breaks down for them to potentially go over that. I mean, you look at the back end of it, New Mexico, Hawaii, UNLV, Nevada, Wyoming. Those are all programs that are kind of – UNLV mm-hmm. was competitive from a cover standpoint last year, but specifically, you know, New Mexico, Hawaii, Nevada – those are going to be some down programs that are going to be – they should be victories for the Fresno right. State. And those are five out of their last six games 
so they should end the season strong. All right, top 40 is unveiled 40, Fresno State. When we come back, let's see what Brian Edwards thinks about our 40th ranked team. And he's got any futures to play, either in the Mountain West or in other conferences. He likes the SEC. We'll be back here on The Itch. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at Victory Heineken. Beer made better 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, we continue our conversation around college football. For those who are just joining us, we unveiled our Edge Top 40, 40th team in the Edge poll. Fresno State, let's bring in Brian Edwards, college football and college sports handicapper, uh, to give us some time today and also discuss our 40th ranked team. Brian, we appreciate some time. So, Fresno State, 40th in our poll of 40 teams. What do you make of the Bulldogs, humans and I, in the pecking order of the Mountain West, very high on what Fresno State can do out there? I am as well. What's up, fellas? Thanks for having me. Uh, very good season last year. They go 10-3 and three straight up. Um, you know, had a minus two in turnover margin at Oregon, uh, plus 30 in yardage. They very easily could have won that game. They had another one possession loss at Hawaii where they were minus five in turnover margin. But overall on the season, uh, they were plus 15-31 in net yardage. They bring back 15 starters. Jake Hayner, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Phil Steele's national unit rankings have their receivers ranked seventh best. He's got three of his top four uh, targets returning, including Jalen Cropper, 85 receptions, 899 yards, 11 touchdowns. I think Jordan Mims is ready to take over a bigger role um, in, in terms of uh, running the football. Defensively, they give up only 20.5 points per game. They return their top four tacklers. Uh, Phil Steele's national unit rankings have them uh, ranked 26 in the secondary. And uh, I think they're going to go 10-2. and two. I think they lose at USC. Um, I think they probably lose at Boise a tough spot after traveling to the East, an easy game at UConn, but the, the travel uh, for the Boise game the next week. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think they went out from there. I think they're favored in 10 games. I like it over eight, eight and a half. All right, it's great to see Brian Edwards back on the show, VegasInsider.com on Twitter at VegasBEdwards. JVT, the last time I saw Brian Edwards was uh, conference – College basketball conference tournament week. We were at Stadium Swim at Circa, and we had a bunch of guys there. We were going to go out to eat that night somewhere, and Brian said, well, I'm going to go back to the Westgate and take a shower, and then I'll meet you guys later tonight. Four months later, I hadn't heard a word from the guy again. <laughs> <laughs> what happened that night? <laughs> Man, I accidentally crashed early. I mean, I'd had a late night the night before. We'd been drinking all day in the sun. My bad, Matt. <laughs> humans is never humans yeah. would never <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm with you on fresno state over eight and a half and uh agree with what you said there the next team i want to go to on your uh, win total chart here brian is old miss because i like this one as well i played old miss over the total last year the total seven and a half what do you like about the rebels and lane kiffin well i love what they did in the transfer portal 24 7 sports rank there just specifically transfers number two uh, nationally, um, look at the schedule. Well, obviously, they went ten and three 
last year. They would have beat Baylor if Corral doesn't get hurt. You look at the schedule, and the Alabama game sets up really well for them. Alabama will be traveling for the second time in two weeks, having played a a big rivalry game at LSU. Uh, The week before, Ole Miss has two weeks to prepare. So I'm not, you know, conceding defeat there. Most of the games of the year have it as a 13-point spread. I think they'd probably lose that Arkansas off of the Bama game. But, I mean, they could easily start 7-0. and Now, at LSU and at A&M will be tough, but those aren't unwinnable by any means. They've handled Mississippi State. They get them at home this year. Um, I just think they've filled a lot of the holes in their roster with great transfer additions. And I love Kiffin as a coach. I, I, I like Charlie Weiss Jr. as well uh, as, co- or as O.C., and uh, I think it sets up good for the Rebels. I think they'll be the second-best team in the West. 10-2 uh, and two is not out of the question. Um, I think 9-3 and three is more likely. And we're looking at 7.5 as a win total. Now it's pretty juiced to, toward the over. Uh, but at DraftKings, at last look, was only minus 135, uh, which isn't too terribly bad. Uh, Brian, which teams do you think made out the best in the transfer portal here in the offseason? I think Ole Miss and USC have to be near the top of the list. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I would definitely say that those two are the top two 24-7 sports, uh, rank them uh, as such. And, um, yeah, a lot of teams did well in the portal. Arkansas uh, was certainly one of them. LSU, Brian Kelly did a great job. Alabama didn't get as many, but the quality they got was outstanding. Um, South Carolina did a great job as well. So uh, there's just a few of them off the top of my head. All right, Brian Edwards, VegasInsider.com. You're based in Florida, and you know more about these uh, Florida football teams than we do. And uh, let's take a look at our top 40 uh, list one more time. So we got Fresno State at 40. Brian, we got Florida State at 41, Nebraska 42, UCF 43, and Air Force 44. Uh, what, what's your take on uh, Florida State and UCF, uh, the teams right outside our top 40? Well, I think UCF is going to be pretty good. 17 starters back. Uh, they only go 9-4 and four last year. But, you know, if they don't lose Gabriel, uh, who knows? And they had uh, two one-possession losses. Uh, they did a good job in the portal uh, as well. Uh, second best out of group of five, 15th uh, nationally, as they added uh, 14 guys. So I think USF, or UCF is going to be really good. Um, not, not sure if it's going to be John Rice Plumley. Um, at quarterback or my, or Mikey Keene, but uh, Plumley is an elite uh, runner as he was just fantastic several years back at Ole Miss running the football. I'm not so sure about him uh, throwing the ball, but uh, in terms of the Seminoles, man, you look at what they've done the last few years. I mean, even Jimbo's last year uh, in 2017, you know, they had to pay ULM a million dollars to come. To the reg- for the regular season finale because they had had a game uh, canceled in early September and they had to beat them and get a cute win over Southern Miss uh, just to go over 500. But it's been four straight losing seasons since. So just think about that. Everybody in that locker room, other than the transfers, has never really had a winning season. Um, and the schedule is, is not easy. Um, I don't think they're going to win at LSU. Um, they could easily start one and two because at Louisville – uh, is their next game. they got to go at NC State. I don't think they beat Clemson at home. I don't think they win at Miami. Um, we'll see on the Florida game. Uh, I think it's going to be another rough year uh, for FSU. I mean, I think 
seven and five is probably their ceiling, uh, and I'm not so sure they'll even get there. Well, let's stay in the conference then and get back to your win totals. Uh, Pitt, of course, losing uh, Kenny Pickett to the NFL and losing Jordan Addison to Transfer Portal, of course, to USC. Uh, but you still believe in this Panther squad that does bring back, I think, what, 15 or 16 guys from last year's team? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think Keaton Slovis, uh, 58 to 24 career TDI and T ratio, is a pretty good replacement uh, for Pickett. Uh, they got a transfer from Akron, who had really good numbers uh, last year. So hopefully he's going to uh, at the wide receiver position. I mean, it's not Jordan Addison, but they should be pretty decent at receiver. They've got three veteran running backs on defense, especially is what I like. They've got three guys that were first-team All-ACC last year coming back, and they've got a fourth guy who was second-team All-ACC coming back. Phil Fields National Unit Rankings have their defensive line ranked second in the country, their secondary 24th, their O-line 17th, but I think it's the best O-line uh, in the ACC. And you look at the schedule, um, Tennessee's a coin flip game. At Louisville's probably a coin flip game. I think they probably win at North Carolina, and I think they win at Virginia. Now, at Miami will be a tough one, but I've got them 9-2 and two going into the Miami game, so we will have already cashed. And, you know, I'm not saying at Miami uh, it's an automatic L, so um, I think Pitt's in store for another big season despite those two uh, enormous losses in uh, Pickett and Madison. All right, Brian, last 90 seconds. Uh, let's stay in the conference. Then let's go to Jeff Collins in his fourth year at Georgia Tech, and what do you expect out of the Yellow Jackets? Yeah, only three wins every uh, season so far. Granted, you know, two fewer games in 2020. But um, I'm, I'm going with under three and a half. I don't think they have much talent. Um, Phil Fields National Unit Rankings, the old, you know, and they go from like around 58 to 65 on each of those units. The only uh, unit they have ranked nationally is number 59 at quarterback. Um, you look at the schedule, I, I'll give them a W uh, against Western Carolina at home. I'll give them a W against Duke at home. I think their most winnable games after that are Virginia at home and uh, at Virginia Tech. And even if they split those, we still cash under three and a half. So I think Collins. Uh, I do not think he will make it uh, to a fifth season. And, and, you know, he's a defensive guy, and they have gotten consistently worse on defense, way worse than they were under Paul Johnson. And uh, they're obviously not very good on offense either. Uh, Brian, it's good to talk to you. Thanks again for the time, and I look forward to talking to you more now that we're uh, pretty much in football season. Thanks, fellas. Y'all have a good one. Vegas B. Edwards up on Twitter. All right. <clears throat> the v College football preseason top 40 continues tomorrow with number 39 and 38. That's right. Uh, spoiler, one, you won't see Georgia Tech on the list. Uh, and it'll be a while before you see Pitt. How about that? I think. Not a long while, but probably a while. All right. We'll come back. Speaking of, by the way, did you know that uh, two teams reported to camp today? Football season is underway, baby. But we'll come back. We have a home run derby and much more to clean up on the edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to this segment of The Edge presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey, man. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's E-Y-N.com. Warning, product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Uh, I did have to mention something NBA-related before we move on to the Home Run Derby, and I feel like you'll get a kick out of this. So it does seem more and more likely that Kevin Durant is going to be a Brooklyn net when the season begins. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, we talked a lot about that last week out at the Summer League. A new team might be emerging. Okay. Care to guess which team is ready to, potentially, I don't know, according to one report, make a hard push for Kevin Durant? Wow. Uh, The Knicks. The Washington Wizards. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's his hometown. It is? Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that stuck out immediately when yeah. I read that. I was like, well, maybe that's one thing that helps you out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what if, I don't know what it looks like. You know, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, I'd assume you were going to keep Bradley Beal, right? So I don't know what that package looks like. There's nothing really there. Uh, but, yeah, that's the latest rumor, that the Washington Wizards are set to make a hard push for Kevin Durant. Uh, well, they're going to give up eight first-round draft picks and, and – then- uh, do they have a player they could put in the trade? Man, my, I, have, I have flushed all of the NBA knowledge out of my head. Uh, nothing comes to mind. I mean, I guess you can go with um, Denny Avdija, right? 
Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't okay. think there's much. Sounds like a, an attractive deal. <laughs> I don't think there's much. Anyway, uh, with that, we move on. So Major League Baseball All-Star break is here. Uh, thank God, because Mike Trout's on IL, and I really can't do it anymore with the Angels. Um, Pete Alonso is your favorite to win the Home Run Derby. I don't think anybody's surprised by that. 2-1 to one over at DraftKings. You can find these odds uh, up at vston.com. Kyle Schwarber, who is red hot throughout the summer at plus 330. Ronald Acuna Jr. at 6-1. to one. Juan Soto, also at 6-1, to one, who is uh, turning down 400-whatever-million-dollar contracts left and right. Corey Seager at 9-1. to one. Then you get to the double digits. Julio Rodriguez at 10-1. to one. Jose Ramirez at 16. And then, of course, Albert Pujols at 22-1. to one. Well... I think Juan Soto was right to turn down that contract offer from the Nationals. It was over, I believe, it was like a 10 or 14-year deal. Yeah, it was like 14 or something Something, ridiculous. Something crazy, but the average annual value, I think, was uh, right around $30 He's going to get more. He'll get more when he gets uh, his new deal. And obviously, he does not want to stay in Washington. Uh, Juan Soto wants to go elsewhere. Uh, In the home run derby a year ago, uh, Soto hit 31 in the first round. And he knocked out your guy, Shohei Otani, right? That's right. Otani just couldn't. I mean, like, it didn't help that his pitcher was, you know, fixing the whole thing. But <laughs> that's, can we just say really quickly, that is the important aspect of all of this. Sometimes whoever these guys pick to pitch to them, like some of them are like like throwing sliders out there. It's ridiculous what they're trying to do. <laughs> like it's practice, just throwing something yeah. down the middle, guy. Well, that's the thing. When uh, Bryce Harper, he won the home run derby, right? And his dad, Ron, yes, his was, dad was pitching doing, yeah. to him. And his dad's been pitching to him his whole life, so that's right. a big advantage uh, for Bryce Harper. Uh, Pete Alonzo is the favorite here at DraftKings at 2-1. to one. Actually, uh, at South Point, plus 160, where we sit. And Alonzo's uh, matched up in the first round against uh, Ronald Acuna, who I think is going to be dangerous in this contest and should be dangerous in the first round. Acuna, plus 155. I see him at about... Uh, 10 to 1, 9 to 1, 10 to 1 odds at most books. I would not count out Acuna here. I like Pete Alonso, by the way, to be the MVP in the National League. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 5 to 1 are the best odds. I'd rather bet on him to be MVP than to win this home run derby contest because it's all about getting in a rhythm and you have to get hot. And it's kind of unpredictable when that's going to happen in a contest like that. You don't think Acuna can win this whole thing? I do. I do, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and there's also some interesting, like, so we see this bracket right here at vcin.com. Um, there has been a small update in terms of some of these odds. Like, so, for example, Hugo Rodriguez and Corey Seager. Um, there's not much separating them in the futures board. Seager, 9-1. to one, Rodriguez, 10-1. to one. Mm-hmm. But in the matchup now, Rodriguez is minus 160 over Corey Seager. And Seager's coming back at plus 140. So, again, it just doesn't jive with the futures board. So it would be pretty interesting to look at maybe a Seager at an inflated plus price. And we'll see about that. And, then again, these aren't like a perfect science with these. But that's something that sticks out when you look at some of the matchups. By the way, I have a list of pitchers um, for these guys. And let's see. Uh, let's, see uh, let's see. Nothing sticks out. I think uh, I'll get back to you. On I'll tell you what jumps out to me in the first-round matchups. Kyle Schwarber's got the most home runs at the break of any player in this contest. He's got 29. He's right behind Aaron Judge at the All-Star break. Schwarber is getting kind of a bye in the first round because he's getting old man Albert Pujols as his opponent in the one-versus-eight matchup. And you would think that uh, Schwarber is going to be able to knock out Pujols. Nah, I believe it now. I believe it now. I think he's got one round in him, and then he's going to go out peacefully. He's going to gas out. <laughs> Schwarber's one of those guys, man, when he gets hot, he could hit 15 in a row. Oh, yeah. Uh, he could also – he's a candidate for longest home run as well. Sure. You know what I mean? If he, 
obviously all of these guys can. How about him, that first round matchup? He's minus two sixty five against Pools. Actually, some spots got him as high as minus three forty now. Yeah, <laughs> Not you get it to a certain extent. I mean, but come on, Al, we're talking about the story. You don't think he's going to be motivated to go out there and win one? Yeah, he'll be motivated. He, <laughs> Motivation might. doesn't really mean anything. I mean, it's batting practice. Anything's possible. He could go out and have a big first round. I think he would probably tire out as the contest goes on, being an old man. Uh, but Schwarber, not a guy I would want to bet against right there. How about Juan Soto and Jose Ramirez? Juan Soto is going to be, I think, a tough guy to knock out of this contest as well. I think so, too. I mean, it's going to be a popular bet with the public. Juan Soto... Uh, I think Kyle Schwarber probably going to be uh, two of the most popular bets. I think that um, also, as we've seen before in years past, some of these slider guys, they actually can make runs just because they don't gas out like some yeah. of the bigger dudes, right? Uh, I think one of my more favorite home run derbies in years past was Miguel Sano, I think, made a run at one point, but he wheezed out, and by the time he got eliminated, he had absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Otani also, because he's in shape, but he was trying as hard as he could on every single swing and was getting nothing. Uh, it looked like he gassed out as it went along, too. All right, Pujols has the Cardinals bullpen catcher, uh, regular batting practice pitcher, throwing to him today. Uh, let's see, Kyle Schwarber has, I believe, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, let's see, Pete Alonso. Uh, I think it's somebody named Dave Jouse, a 65-year-old batting practice guy, so that'll help him out. This is great information. Julio Rodriguez, family <laughs> member. I mean, look, some people care about these kind of things, huh? If you want, like some guys pick I don't people know. to do this, uh, and it's uh-huh. like, ah, you know, it's just like, just come on out and help me out. And they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, actually, Otani had a, a terrible BP pitcher last year. I'll in, tweet out in, the, in the contest. Uh, Pete Alonso, Ronald Acuna is a really attractive first round matchup. Alonso minus one eighty five. The thing about Schwarber and Soto, they're on the same half of the bracket. So I think if you projected this right now, you would say Schwarber number one against Alonso number two in the finals. But if I'm betting it, I've got to take a guy at longer odds. Yeah. I would probably – if we're, if we're going to make a pick on this thing, I hate to bet against Polar Bear Pete, but I, I think I would uh, have to go with the odds value of Ronald Acuna at 9-1 to one to win the contest. Okay. All right. Uh, My second choice would be Juan Soto at 5-1. Uh, to one. I'm going to pick Juan Soto. Um, and for a first-round matchup, I'm going with Corey Seager over Julio Rodriguez, plus 140. Let's go. Take the value there. I am excited, though. I like the home run derby. It is fun to watch. Has there been a bigger surprise in baseball than what the Mariners have done right before the All-Star break? Uh, I don't think so. Nothing comes to mind with what the Mariners have been able to do. I mean, this is what you expected out of them, too, finally, right? Um, As they come into the break on a uh, relatively good run. Well, then we've seen this before from this team, too, right? Well, we hadn't seen it this season. Well, not this season. They were under 500 before the long win streak right before the uh, All-Star break. They've cut that lead in the AOS down to nine. Well, they're not out of it, and the Angels are out of it for sure. So I I think it's been – it was for Seattle, a team I think a lot of people wrote off or left for dead Mm -hmm. uh, to see this long win streak right before the All-Star break does make the Mariners uh, relevant again, and uh, nobody was really talking about this team before it happened. They also have a game lead over Toronto, who I think you can argue has been somewhat disappointing, although they they, uh, go into the break on a three-game winning streak. But 14 straight for the Mariners. (laughs) By the way, we got to talk about that. Huh. So the VSIN baseball betting pentathlon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We technically we could have won the thing if uh, the Blue Jays had swept the Royals. Mm-hmm. Thanks, or, Toronto. Yeah. Well, the Blue Jays dropped the first game, then won the next three. We should have won hey, that. The three win the series three one was I think seven to one or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Should have gone there. Should have gone there. 
Uh, well, see, and look, at that's why everybody was up in arms about our selection. And what do we even say on the air? Hey, we, this thing could be over by tonight. We played by the rules. We did. We, we did. did. We picked Not the Not everybody else did. Again, Tim Murray, I'll call you out. You never say assume when it comes to a contest. I would assume that means no, 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 no. You need ironclad rules, my friend. Seattle Mariners, by the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, a 14-game win streak mm-hmm. going into the All-Star break. Puts them now nine games over 509 back of the uh, Astros. And the Angels, unfortunately, 20 and a half games back. At <laughs> Mike, one point, Mike Trout's on the IL. At one point, they were well. 10 games over 500. Now they're 14 under. Man. And Mike Trout, like you said, injured. Again. All right, that does it for us. Uh, my guys in the desert coming up next. Uh, you miss out on any part of this show, your favorite shows, you know where to go, vcin.com. A lot more college football on tomorrow's show. Yes, a lot more college football as we continue to unveil the Edge Top 40. Speaking of, keep an eye out within the next week or so. The College Football Betting Guide will be live up at the, the website, again, vcin.com. Until then, my guys in the desert coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.